0: Hey, Alex Willis here, CEO of Leadership Search, and I want to welcome you to the Leadership Search podcast. Here we talk about everything pertaining to frontline leadership and how we can make each other better leaders. Today, I'm excited to talk about um, the different levels of leadership, and ultimately, by the end of this episode, I want to settle on uh, what I call Level Four um, level of leadership, which is uh, people development, and uh, this is. Uh, a leadership pyramid that's uh, given by um, the great John Maxwell that really talks about how we can really move up the chart in leadership uh, in our level of influence and ultimately live a life that's impactful, that impacts the world in a major way. So ideally, there are these uh, five levels of leadership that John uh, refers to uh, in several of his books. And level one is Uh, it is a positional leader and a positional leader is simply what it sounds like. It's someone who's been given a title and you've been given a role by your organization and people follow you simply because they have to. It's not that they like you. It's not that they want to follow you, but because the company made you supervisor, boss, vice president, or whatever it may be, the people follow you simply by your title. Now, you can imagine At the level one, the bottom of the pyramid, you have limited buy-in from people uh, simply because uh, it's not their choice. They're being forced to follow you. So as quickly as possible, you want to move up to uh, the second level and we'll get into how to move up in uh, future podcasts. But uh, level two is a relationship leader. So this is a leader who has built a great relationship with people. And it's at this point that people have given you permission to lead them. Uh, They've seen great things in you. They've seen success. Uh, They enjoy the way that you treat them. They enjoy the results that you get. And as a result, they have chosen to follow you. And let you lead them. Now, it's, it's, it's very, very important, guys, that at this point, if you find someone who's chosen to follow you and who's given you the permission to lead them, it's your job to really begin to um, focus in on them and mentor them and give them the leadership they're looking for. And It's important that you do that rather quickly. Think of it as uh, someone giving you the keys to the Porsche, saying, hey, I trust you. Here you go. I would love for you to drive my car. That's what they're saying. I would love for you to lead me and be the one who guides me. If you do nothing with that power that they've given you, that person who's moved up from a level one to a level two with you will quickly become frustrated and leave and go find someone else to lead them. So it's 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 very important that you identify these people quickly. And you begin to get them involved and be a part of developing their lives. So moving up from a level two to a level three, a level three is a production leader. And the production leader is a leader who uh, gets results. You know, one thing I'm learning more and more about people, uh, people like to win. And when a team is winning, people tend to want to be a part of that team. The same is so with leadership. When leaders are winning, when you are working on successful projects and you are tackling uh, major uh, corporate uh, initiatives and you are having success at doing that, People tend to want to be around that type of person. And so as a production leader, people simply will come aboard, come on board and want to be a part of your team because you're winning. But today we're going to settle on the level four leader, and that is a leader who develops people. If you're ever going to make significant impact in life and do significant things as a leader, it's going to require you to um Get things done through people. Uh, If you're able to do it by yourself, I often like to to remind leaders that that means the job, the task, and the responsibility is too small. Uh, Because if you're going after greatness, greatness requires a team and it requires you to really begin to develop those people around you so that you can have a great team to accomplish great things in life. So, So today we're going to talk about setting others up for success. Because ultimately, that's the leader's job. If truth be told, as a leader, you are a servant to those who follow you. So it's your job to really set the tone and really do a great job of setting them up for success. So the, the so what does that look like? You know, ultimately, a leader... Um, You want to find those that you have uh, around you and you want to uh, Look to see what do they need? Uh, Number one? You want to see? Okay. Well, hey, what do my people? Need to do the job because as a leader your job is to number one train them to do the job Um, I need to give them the the technical skills so that they can be successful in the day-to-day functionality of the job now Most leaders and companies stop here at uh, part one. They only train their people to do the technical aspect of the job and they assume that that's enough to really be successful at the job. Here's what I'm finding out more and more as I travel the country and I work with several different companies and their frontline leaders that um, it requires a lot more than just technical skills to be successful in leadership, especially at the frontline. Because there's something that uh, we have to deal with outside of the technical aspect of the job, which are people. And oftentimes, we've done a great job teaching our people how to do the technical skill, but not the people's part of the job. So number two is, if you're going to set people up for success, you need to train them how to work with people. And these are the simple soft skills, the, uh, how to communicate, how to handle an, an emotionally charged situation, how to delegate, how to manage their time as they move up the ladder. Because typically, leaders who are great at what they do are promoted, but sometimes we can promote them out of their skill level. So it's up to us to be able to give them the skill on how to manage people and how to do that well. And so the second part, as I said, is to uh, really be able to teach them how to influence, how to work with people and how to really uh, manage the people that they're going to have to uh, really lead. Uh, The third piece of setting people up for success is setting the environment. As a leader, it's your job to really set the tone. Uh, Coaches do this all the time. They set the tone of the game. They set the tone of practice. They really begin to look to see what do my people need so that I can set them up for success. And coaches typically set practice up the entire week, working on individual skills Individual things that the player is going to need to be successful in the game on Saturday or Sunday. As a leader, it's your job to really analyze the work environment and say hey am i setting my people up for success and have i set the tone for the environment you know i had a, a story for my grandfather he is uh hilarious i get a chance to hang out with him uh he's 87 and you know he re- once reminded me he said hey grandson you know that old age old saying that you can't uh make a horse drink water you can lead him to water but you can't make a horse drink he said oh man that's bs he said you know if you salt the whole the if you salt the horse's oats in the morning and you run him all day, he's guaranteed to drink by the end of the day. You know, so truth be told, you can make a horse drink water if you set the right environment. The same can be said for leading people. Oftentimes, I hear leaders complaining about the people that they have, complaining that they don't work hard, complaining about what they don't know and what they don't have, when in actuality, that's an actual reflection on us as leaders because we haven't set the environment for them to be successful. If we Are not receiving what we want in our people. It's up to us to really set that environment and set the tone for them to be successful. So I want you to analyze your practice this week to say, okay, hey, are you setting up the things necessary for your people to be successful at their job? And then lastly, it's our job, number four, to provide the proper tools. You know, it's not enough just to give them the technical skill, the people skill, and for us to set a practice environment in which they can practice these things if we're not going to give them the proper tools to do their job. And here's what I want you to think about. As you think about the tools that they need, and this can be software tools, this can be actual physical tools, this may be um, um, some mental tools that they need to be able to use to be successful on the job. But I want you to really survey how they do their job, how they do their job, but then begin to ask them what other tools will make their job and life uh, better. And as a leader, spend time outside of the office on the floor with your people analyzing what's going on to see how you can make their life and their job better so ideally if you're able to do and apply these four principles uh, of training your people to do the job training them to deal with people setting the environment for them to practice these things and providing those tools you can begin to develop strong people and ultimately develop strong teams that will be able to go out and do great things remember this is alex willis remind you to get off the sideline, build a great team, and win.